Our heroes are on the edge of destruction as the battle with Silvox the Cruel ends in a stalemate. Can the party press on? Will the Griffins hold up? And will things in Malik be any better than what they're leaving? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war against monsters for 15 years. Yeah. I always try to change my inflection when I read the intro. In 15 years. Or like in 15 years. So it's obvious that it's not just like the same, like the same cut of me saying that. Just so it sounds different. It would be more work to just have it be the same. Yeah. Yeah. You got any banter? I use my little fun idea. Uh, I loved your one from last time. I just been thinking about food. No, I got nothing. You got nothing? Um. Play zip zap zap. Could play zip zap zap. Zip zap zap zip zap zap zip zap zap zip zap zap. Okay, there are only two of us. I know that's funny. Theater kids. I know, right? Gosh, you know New York. You need New York. You know you need unique New York. Now, anytime in theater, we both did theater. That's how we met. We did meet in theater at at our college. Anytime we would play Zip Zap Zop, I hated that game, that warm-up, so mm. I would purposely Lose. screw up whenever it came to me so I could get out of doing it for the rest <laughs> of the game. Because, you know, in the cast, there'd be, you know, you know, a dozen to 20 or so yeah. people there, and if you get out in the first couple rounds, it takes a while for it's them to finish. It's a long game. I was, like, hi- okay. I was hyper-competitive, so I'm like, no way would I let myself I was lose. not. Every time it came to me, I was like, oh, Zop, my bad. Okay, <laughs> I'll just go wait over here while you guys finish. See ya. <laughs> the difference in our personalities are right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I did everything else. I just could not why stand you, Zip Why Zop. didn't you like Zip Zop? I don't know. I just didn't like it. It didn't feel like it helped me in any way. I mean, I didn't warm really up. feel like most of the theater warm ups helped me. I think they did. They got they got the energy up, and they helped you. They did warm up. I my mean, voice. they did warm up your voice. Yeah, but I didn't feel like Zip Zap Zop really helped me in any yeah. particular well, it's way. To be Maybe like it mental, did. Like, yeah, like, yeah getting like, you agi- nah. mentally agile or whatever. I'll do all the vocal stuff. I'll do the like stretches and whatnot. I did but love the I'm, stretches. I'm not gonna Zip Zap Zop. So yes, I would always purposefully lose. I think for me, the first few rounds and then bounce. Yeah, Zip Zap Zop has like a special place in my heart because I did a like, well, when I was in high school, I did a theater camp in the summer um, that actually our undergrad put on. So Mm -hmm. it's like the college hosted it, but they put it on for the local high schoolers. Um, And that's where that was my first foray into Mm. theater. Theater. And that's where I learned Zip Zap Zop. And so I was like, kind of, you know, close to my heart in that way. If anyone has no idea what we're talking about, it's a. Game oh, where everybody yeah. stands in a circle and like claps at each other yeah. and says zip zap zap so in turn. And you're supposed to go as fast as possible and like shoot it yeah. to somebody by like making eye contact and pointing at them. And if they don't get it, 
then they're, like they're also out, out. And you just do that until one person is left standing. Yeah. Well, because you're supposed to say the word zip, zap, zip, zap, zap in, order. in order, but it could be anyone. So yeah. it's, you know, it sounds easy, but in reality, it's so fast. Yeah, like, you, get fast. you could ha- accidentally say zips and then zip, or zip, you could, yeah. you know, zop and two zops Which in a row. Which is what I would always do. Because <laughs> I did not like that warm up. Yeah. yeah. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. And when we were in undergrad, it was always the seniors who read, who led warm ups, mm-hmm. and so oh, I love warm ups. And then eventually, last, and like, then we and we started leading warm ups. Then I guess I led it first since I was a senior before you. Did you? I did. Yeah, okay. I think I led it for Little Prince. Oh, probably. You know, but or, then or you Adam were did. in. But then Scotland, I was in Scotland. Yeah, so it would have just gone. it would have just been that one semester because I studied I studied abroad the the final semester of my <laughs> undergrad. I was like, bye. <laughs> the other warm up I cannot stand is the, the copper, copper cup song. That's not a warm up. It's a campfire song. I know. I don't like it. Yeah, and so it's understandable. Something about a proper copper cop yeah, proper copper uh, so coffee yeah, how, pot. How does it go? I. Uh, all I want, All I want is, is a proper, proper cup, cup of coffee, coffee brewed in a proper, proper copper coffee, coffee pot. pot. I, I may be off my dot, but I want a proper copper coffee in a proper copper pot. Iron coffee pots and tin coffee pots, they are no use to me. But if I can't have a proper cup of coffee in a proper copper coffee pot, have a cup of tea. Yeah, because it's can't not a warm up. It's a. I mean, it works. As it a does. It's a tongue twister. Yeah. But I did not like it. I learned that at church campfire songs. I. I I don't like campfire songs in general. I love I campfires. I'm, love I do campfires. not like campfires. Love me a good campfire. Don't like campfire songs, though. Just sit and enjoy the silence of nature <laughs> and don't fill it with inane babblings yeah. about dumb stuff. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy the crickets and the birds and the crackling of the campfire. I only encountered... And the popping of... Yeah. I only encountered campfires like in like church camp settings. And so I feel like maybe I would have liked them better if it, because you guys had them in your like backyard, right? Yeah. So I feel like that would have been a bit nicer. Oh yeah, it's fun. I also get a campfire in the backyard. I get wildly bitten by mosquitoes, so that was always awful for me as a kid because I was just like constantly like in pain and just like ow. Yeah. Because you don't Fair. get bit by mosquitoes very badly, do you? I, I do, maybe not as badly as you. I was, it's I got, not like so, it was so bad out. when I was a kid. I don't have a lot of blood in me. <laughs> That's why your toes are always so cold. That's why my toes are cold. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. uh, Love me a campfire. Don't like campfire songs. Are you a two marshmallow person, more person, or a one? Yeah, same. I have mixed feelings about s'mores, honestly. There was one time. Sorry. Do you have more? Uh, No, there wasn't any follow-up. Okay. I love, I mean, it's chocolate and marshmallows and graham crackers. That's a pretty banging combination, in my opinion. But one time we, the one exception to like songs and campfires is uh, we went out, lit a campfire and set up like a projector and a sheet and watched John Mayer's uh, oh, live concert. Oh, that would have been fun. It was great. Was it like, wait, live streaming? No, it was like, it was like a, oh, like a recording, recording of, of, a, of a concert. It that would be, set up a little sound like system. A, it was nice. It's like a drive-in movie yeah. but like in your own backyard that sounds like a lot of fun honestly it was fun it was fun i oh gosh i don't like drive-ins either because it's that was the problem of i either got bit to death by mosquitoes or we shut all the windows and died because it was so freaking hot oh like in the car yeah yeah 
Oh, yeah. You either like open the windows or sit in like a truck bed and get eaten alive. Yeah. Or you shut yourself up in the car and swelter because you can't just leave yeah. the car running for like two and a half hours. I mean, I'm saying, I guess you yeah, could. as though I'm agreeing. I've actually never been to a drive-in theater. Not so really worth it. There's I mean, not really they might any be, close. They might be worth it if you live in like California. Oh, yeah. But when you live in I'm like, we're Northeast Ohio, and nah, not worth it. Western PA, not yeah, worth no. it. No. No, because no, it's like. Gr- muggy. Mm-hmm. If it's in the summer, it's muggy. Mm-hmm. It's humid. There's, There's bugs no everywhere. breeze. There's bugs everywhere. Yeah. Why do people live here? You know, all of that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure in in Texas or in California, in it would be arid beautiful. Climates, it's probably very nice. I would not say Florida because Florida. Florida's swamps and waffles. Swamps and waffles. <laughs> <laughs> I think y'all already know my opinion on Florida. You know, it's probably pretty pleasant. Flying through the air (laughs) on the back of of a griffin. So we join you now. We need the uh, like news, breaking news sound. (laughs) Breaking news. Octavia's clinging to life as Silvox the Cruel flies away. Join us now. Uh, More at eight. (laughs) You are on the back of a griffin. Yes. You just popped a health pot. Mm-hmm. So you're back to stable. Well, you're back to however many hit points you got. And <laughs> five. Silvox <laughs> the Cruel vowed that this would not be the last you saw of him. Right. And began flying away on his wife, Ern. So he's about 80 feet away right now and okay. is going far. It would be... You just popped your potion, so it would be Carhoon's turn. He's 100% going to pop a couple longbow shots at him. Okay. All right. Natural two. This is going to miss. And 16? 16 is exactly a hit. Yes. Come on, Kari Carhoon, him, bring it home. <laughs> Three piercing damage. Uh, it hits. Doesn't kill. Okay. And Silvox then just dashes. I mean, how fast can the Wyvern go? 160. Okay. And then you are also flying if you're dashing 120 that way. So well, unless you want to purposely stop and go after. Well, I mean, if he's close to death, maybe... Carhoon will hang back a little bit. Octavia will go forward because she's hanging on to life, but Carhoon might hang back a little bit. I mean, Carhoon's going to have to basically turn around and follow. No, I mean, he'll just basically for one more turn, he'll it'll be at disadvantage. Okay, Silvox is dodging. Okay, so it can't be double disadvantage anyway. So just to you know, you never know. Well, that's a natural twenty. And a natural three. Miss. And then natural 17, so I assume that hits. Is that your lowest? Mm Mm-hmm. I rolled two 17s on my second one. That would hit. Eight piercing damage. Okay. Still alive. Flies away. (sighs) I'm so conflicted. Carhoon gets another arrow. Shoom, shoom. But then Silvox. It's gone. I'm like, maybe maybe we should keep going after him and just get rid of the threat. No, Octavia's almost dead. You almost did. Yeah. Carhoon took a lot of hits as Karun well. Carhoon took so. a lot of hits. All right. He, he was kind of like, maybe I Grantle can dispatch... Yeah, maybe he, he was like, maybe I can dispatch him with like a couple more arrows. But 
I can't believe I rolled another natural 20. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Love this new die. Uh, so this knoll on the wyvern descends out of sight. Back towards okay. the command center outside of the walls of Elystria. Oh as gosh. you continue soaring over and you can see the bay approaching. Mm-hmm. What do you do? We keep going. Okay. You look like garbage. I do look and smell and sound like garbage. Uh, you're feeling it. Like I am spent. With yes. Capital S. Like. Is your plan to just fly as far as you can? Well, hopefully across the, the bay. bay. Yeah. And then rest. We wouldn't be able to get there like in one go. Like the Griffins would have to rest before they got all the way to Malik, right? Before you get all the way to Malik, yes. Okay. You can probably get across the bay if you push okay. the, the, the griffins. Okay, so we'll try to get across the bay. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to be, you know, a 12-hour-ish flight. The bay's that big? Oh. It's, it's a big bay. Okay. And these griffins are... Slower. Slower. Right. That seems to be the safest thing. Can I take a short rest on the back of a griffin? No. Okay. I mean, I know I couldn't take like a no, full rest. Yeah, I just didn't know if I could take a short rest. It's not particularly restful. You kind of need to hold on, hold on and pay attention make the sure whole time. Yeah. Um, so I have like five hit points. Great. I have two level one spell slots left cool. and literally have expended all of my other wild shape lucky, literally everything. It's all Good. gone. Good. Should not be telling you this. Got but any cure wounds left? I have two cure wounds left. Oh, okay. So. Um, I'm like, I want to, I think I'm probably going to pop them on me, but then I'm completely out of spell slots. I'm like hanging on to them a teeny bit because I'm like, I don't want to be completely devoid of spell slots, but at the same time, I have five hit points. Um, so I'm going to pop two cure wounds on myself. Okay. I accidentally Googled cure cow as opposed to cure wounds. <laughs> I'm like, nope, 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 nope wrong thing. Not quite. I mean, Octavia could probably use some of that, you, too. She could. Just, like, she needs to, like, pour just, like, a, like a bottle of, like, a really bad vodka and just, like, pour it on the wounds to, like, ca- uh, clean it out and mm-hmm. or cauterize it. All right. So she um, pops her last two cure wounds um, and gets herself all the way up to 22 hit points. But now she is... Literally officially out of spell slots. I don't know if I've actually ever been completely out of spell slots. <laughs> Austin has like a sweet <laughs> little grin and eyebrow waggle at that. An air myrmidon <laughs> swoops down and oh attacks. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, so you heal yourself completely spent, exhausted, out of spell slots, feeling still not great. Yeah, no. Took a lot of hits. It's been a heck of a day. As you three on the backs of these griffins soar across the coral bay, leaving Elystria smoking behind you. Again, I feel like Octavia, even though she's like not in, you know, death save territories, just like still in this kind of like bleary. You know, the air is, like, rushing past her face, so she, like, has to keep her eyes closed because, like, you know, it burns against her eyes type of thing, and her hair is just, like, literally going wild behind her, and she is not in a good state. So you fly 
over the bay, and after a few hours, the land has just disappeared behind you, yeah. and there's nothing but water. Water, 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 water. Everywhere. Everywhere. You continue pressing on. Mm-hmm. It's peaceful. You see maybe a few flocks of seagulls flying below you. Mm-hmm. Some seabirds going to and fro far below. If you dip low enough, maybe you can see the outlines of whales or large fish dragon swimming turtles. to and fro. Dra- nah, no more dragon <laughs> turtles. They all attack the city. <laughs> Plesiosaurus is down there. Plesiosaurus is... No, no Plesiosaurus. No. Sea beasts swimming around. Leviathans. Who knows what else lurks in those depths. But you are not uh, harassed anymore. Good. Which is probably great. So you're pushing these griffins Mm -hmm. after about... You've got about, you know... 10 to 12 hours of flight, which is, again, pushing That's it. That's a long time. That's pushing it yeah. for a healthy, fully prime griffin, so it's it's pushing it a little bit extra for these ones. Mm. Octavia um, will be like, you, you, got, you got this, Ruby. You, you, you can do it. You have 12 hours about to yourself. It's difficult to talk because yeah. the wind is rushing past you. It's very difficult to hear what is going on around you. So after a solitudinous day, night begins to fall. The moon comes up. Moons come up. The stars begin to shine. And the sun descends mm-hmm. across the horizon. You can see the glint of the sea below you. And after... 10-ish hours, you can start to see the shore on the other side. Good. Roll three constitution saving throws for the griffins. That'll Uh-oh. be a plus three. <laughs> Natty 17, so 20. Okay. Ruby's fine. Natty 18, so 21. Meryl's good. Natty 9, so a 12 well, for the hammer. Uh, the hammer is looking tireder. Okay. Is, yeah, because he's like younger, he's okay. so. I was like, I'm trying! <laughs> but uh, survive. Makes, okay. makes it. Good. If it will. So after another hour or two, you begin to descend. The griffins see the land, and maybe not even with you directing them, start to descend toward it. Mm-hmm. Feel like they get another you little can, burst of energy with seeing the end yeah, in sight, type of thing. You can feel their wings straining and feebly flapping. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't oh. have much left in them. They land. Okay. Woo! Made it to land! On the other side, on the beaches of the parch. The waves are lapping calmly against the shore as these three griffins land. Carhoon dismounts. Grantsel dismounts. I, I do. I feel like she, honestly, I feel like Octavia just, like, falls off. You fall off, and then uh, the griffins take, like, a step, and then they collapse into a heap. Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> well, I feel like, I tongues mean... Tongues hanging out of their beaks, panting, sweating. I don't know what they yeah. would do. Probably panting. Probably panting. Panting. On Some the beach. Do they have bird tongues? Yeah. Or cat tongues? They have bird tongues. Bird tongues, bird tongues are weird. Bird tongues just are like... weird. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're collapsed in a heap, panting there. Mm. <laughs> and we're all just so stiff. I mean, yeah. like even just riding a horse for 
an hour or two, you mm-hmm. know, your your joints start to lock up, and we. Yes. I'm sure we were cold up there in the sky, and so I mean, Octavia, f- Octavia is definitely not doing good. But even you know, even Gransel and Carhoon just are like stiff and moving slowly, and like their legs are still bowed. Yeah, everybody's pretty stiff as they all cowboys step walking off. around with their bowed legs. Uh, so, do you set up camp? Uh, is there any sort of like cops of trees, literal hummocks? Roll a survival check. Eighteen. You find a few, like palm trees. Well, if, if there's something that's With even a little bit of grass, yeah, like a little bit not just wildly out in the open, that's where we'll set up camp. And we'll not light a campfire just because, you know. Sure. Silvox is right on our tail, so who who knows? Silvox! <laughs> who else from Craig's army is, you know, trying to keep an eye out for sure. us? So you, Karun and Gransel, feebly stumble over to this copse of trees. The griffins, after taking a few minutes crawl over as well oh yeah they're probably like like what would they eat could they just eat fish or like uh they could probably eat fish but they're too tired to catch them yeah so oh we don't have anything for them yeah they're looking tired yeah they're looking hungry yeah uh do you do anything to feed or water them um so I have like human e rations, ASMR e rations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, they, um, they'll eat those. With, is that something they could eat? Sure. Yeah, so we'll give them some of those pellets, you know, packets of dry tack or whatever they it is. They devour them. Yeah. They still look very thirsty. Um, I mean, I assume I had like a water skin. You do. It's not much water though. It's not um, canteenful. Yeah. And these are big beasts. I don't have I don't have anything that I can cast for them. Okay. Uh, so the everyone just like collapses in a heap. Do you set up watches? Yes. Okay. Carhoon will probably take it first since he doesn't have to sleep as much. Sure. Gransel and I both need the full eight hours. Sure. Carhoon takes the watch, sits up against the palm tree, watches through the night. The moon rises, travels across the sky, and sets on the other side as the sun begins to rise. You can have a long rest. Yay! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness. What a day. Oh my gosh. That was a long day. That That was a really long day. Like five, six episodes ago? Or something like that, yeah. Something like that. Long day. So everybody gets their hit points back, half of their maximum hit die back, uh, spell slots, powers, abilities, whatnot. So much erasing. All right, you done? <laughs> yeah, I had to erase so much from both Octavia and Carhoon's sheets, so. Okay, so the morning comes and you're feeling a bit better. Everybody's feeling a bit better. The griffins still look really tired okay so do they not look like up to flying again or so you roll an animal handling yeah 
Natural 20. 26. Goodness. You're full of natural I'm 20s. This, <laughs> so this die I won on a give, from a giveaway. Um, and it's working it, for you. And it is the chocolate ice cream dice mm-hmm. D20. And it is just rolling rocks for me right yeah. now. Uh, right now. <laughs> right Asterisk now. everything. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> you go up to these critters. You go up to Ruby, Meryl, and the Hammer. The Hammer. And examine them. Pat them on the heads. Give them a little ruffle. Look at their eyes and their tongues. and Give them a, a once-over. They took... The journey took a lot out of them. Okay. They look like they're still, uh, they can still move around and fly, but you're not so sure that they can handle being a mount. Okay. Yeah, you think that without some extensive rest and recuperation, they're not going to serve as uh, flying mounts for you. Okay. So it comes down to you can either sit here and let them... Gain their strength back for a while, or figure out something else to do with them, and just walk. I guess you know Octavia will kind of like pet them, and with her knowledge of animals and and, and their states and everything, kind of figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, and she'll turn to Grensel and be like, "We really wore them out with getting all the way across the bay." Um, I, I don't think that they could carry us and fly all the way to Malik. How far are we, like, on foot? <sighs> well, it would be a few days walk, perhaps, but who knows how long it would take for them to recuperate, so that may be a best option. Okay. Um, I mean, I can turn into... Something that's a bit faster to carry some of us for a little time. For a few hours. For like two hours. Um, that would at least maybe be a little bit faster than us on two feet. Maybe, if you can carry both of us. Well, I can turn into something huge. <laughs> and have... If I can turn into something huge, surely I could carry both of them. Probably. And then... the. Griffins can at least fly slowly alongside and recuperate mm-hmm. recuperate that way. Um, Would they recuperate maybe. if they flew and didn't have any burdens? You think they probably need, like, rest, rest. Rest, rest. So, Grantzel says, yeah, these probably need to just be stationary for a while before they can be mounts again. So, I don't know if we want to bring them along or we could send them somewhere else, maybe to the mountains and just let them live out their days there or have them fly ahead to Malik and hopefully get inside and find a stable, but I, I, I don't know if we want to... We can either bring them along with us or we can send them ahead somewhere else. So you said how many days is it on foot? Uh, several, depending on if we get lost or if there are other complications. And how many... Like, do, how many more days of rest do you think that they all need? That several. The griffins need several. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to say. You're the animal expert. You think they need several days. Okay. Well, if anything, I think that we should send them, at least one of them, ahead to Malik. And then we can send a message, at least letting them know that we're on our way. 
Do you, I mean, does Malik have any air forces similar to this that then they could send out to meet us? Um, not really. There might be a few winged mounts, but they're not in great supply. Okay. Well, do you think we should send all three to Malik? Or... I don't know that we want to be babysitting them this whole time, but no. it's really your call. <laughs> I really want to keep the hammer with us because I feel, you know, I told Selma that I'd keep a, keep good care of them and I want to be able to keep an eye on them. <laughs> Does it look like they could just fly just themselves? Yes. Okay. You get the sense that they can they can move around. They can probably, if you wanted to send them to Malik or to the mountains or something, they could probably get there. Okay. They but just can't yet. Yeah, they're carry not going to be able to care. <laughs> they're not load-bearing griffins. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a couple options that will give us some either faster on foot or actual airborne support. Um which then the griffins can fly alongside us or walk alongside us or, you know, fly alongside us if we decide to go the winged routes that I have or, you know, fly alongside us if we go on the ground. Um, like, so you're going to have them come with us? Either come with us or send them ahead to Malik. Okay, we'll just make the decision. Okay. I want to keep the hammer with us. And I want to send Meryl and Ruby ahead to Malik. Is it bad to split them up? You start communicating this to the griffins. And the hammer looks at you with big eyes and kind of like steps over to Meryl and Ruby who extend their wings like over the little one. My heart. Oh, okay. They kind of want to stay together. together. Okay. 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 Right. Because they can like understand... Simple ideas. Simple ideas. Okay. I think. Um, well, I know like giant eagles can't understand common. They can't speak it, but you know, they're magical creatures. It makes sense that they can understand some of these concepts. Um, and so Octavia will be like, oh, okay, th- that sounds good. I just, uh, I, I, you know, I know that Selma was taking really good care of you. And um, I, I promised her that I'd also take a, take care of you guys. Um, and, and so I thought if I could keep my eye at least on one of you, I'd be keeping that promise to her. Um, but you three, you three go on ahead to Malik and we're going to give you a note, um, to give to the, the person who you see first. Um, and, and then the, they should give you a safe place to stay and you should be able to recuperate there. Ah! Oh my gosh, my uh, heart. Yeah, Karin says, I think that it's probably safer for them to just go ahead. I don't know that these monsters would try to hunt down griffins without riders. Might be more inconvenient for them. But I'm sure we're going to attract attention at some point. And it might be best if they are safe. Further away. Okay. That's a good we call. We can check on them Once they get when there. we get into the city. Okay. I just, you know, I want to I want to keep that promise to Selma and you know, these are amazing creatures and I don't want I don't want them to get hurt, so Of course. What do you write on the notes? Okay. So 
Grancel, do you have like a signet ring or, or anything that could indicate that this note is also from you? I can sign it. Okay. <laughs> um, so I think it should say something, you know, like... He pulls out some official Malik letterhead. Nice. Nicely embossed and everything. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Who's, who's, who's king and queen right now? Or king and king or queen I'll and queen? I'll tell you next. <laughs> so the letter will say something along the lines of... To who receives this? I, Grancel Affinson... In returning to Malik and sending greetings through this letter, I am returning with the with the people of Malik know about me with the leadership of Malik. Uh, Grantle says uh, there have been rumblings, but uh, I mean that's part of the reason why I went to Elystria. Right. Okay. But no one was sure what to believe or if they were just stories. So. Right. Okay. Um, so we can continue and say, I, Grand Lamphinson, I'm returning, bringing power from Elystria. We are several days out from the city on via foot. Please take care of these mounts. Please, er, please take care of these griffins. Their names are Ruby, Merrill, and the Hammer. They have been through a lot and are worthy of the highest care also ready all mages to immediately begin study on planar travel esp especially re colon water plane <laughs> and aboleth i should arrive in the city in a couple days with two other travelers do we want to have them send out Mounts, if if they have if they have a Pegasus or 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 a Griffin, or do we just want to do it our own self? Because I mean, they'd have getting, to find us. Getting into and out of the city is not necessarily trivial, right. as it is under, under siege. siege right now. I think sending mounts to us might uh, draw some unnecessary suspicion. Right. Okay, I would not advise it. It's going to be difficult enough. Getting in without them expecting someone, so right. Okay, that's that. That makes sense. Just want to double check. Yeah. Okay. Does does that sound good? Do either of you have anything? Karin shakes his head. Grant says, okay. "I think that's fine." Um, yes. Is, is there someone that we should specifically address it to, or to send? I mean, I've I've never been to Malik, so I, I don't know where he to addresses send it them. to some high-ranking okay. officer. Okay. but it doesn't really matter at this point. Okay. Sounds good. Um, and so we'll 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 kind of seal that letter up. You know, I'll have Grantsel will sign it, um, both with his signature and with his printed name. P- please print your name for it's legibility. It's so. um, <laughs> yep. And um, I'll give it to Ruby. And I'll tell all three of them. Thank you so much for everything you did for us. We couldn't have gone all across that bay so quickly without y'all. Um, fly, fly low, fly safe. If if you can just fly during the night, you know, be safe. Take as much time as you guys need. Um, cause I promise to take care of you, and that's not gonna just stop as soon as you're out of my eyesight. Ah! And she's gonna gonna hug everyone. <laughs> <laughs> 
gosh. Uh, so you tuck the note in Ruby's saddle. Mm-hmm. Saddlebag. Saddlebag, yeah. Uh, and, like, write note in here on the saddle <laughs> yeah. arrow. Yeah. And I'll be like, Ruby, if, if, if the persons who see you are dumb, just, like, peck at your saddle or something. Indicate. Ruby nods and... Uh, they all slap their bums and they all <laughs> flap their wings. And you can see they are like, they're tired, they're straining. Yeah. Uh, they definitely wouldn't be able to carry a person. So, but, but they do manage to make up and they all three fly off <laughs> heading northwestish. Okay. Well, uh, on foot, I guess. I mean,. My thought was, um, you know, you gesturing to Grant, so you met freedom and liberty, you saw them when we were having that little altercation with uh, Silvox. Um, they can, they can go, obviously go a lot faster than we can. Now, they can't stick around for very long, but I can get a couple hours of them <laughs> in a row, and that would take us a whole lot further. That's true. That might be a good way to get into the city i think once we get there there is an army attacking it right now so we can't just walk in the front no gate. no I'm, but i mean if we're still a couple days away just yes, trying yeah, to yeah, think yeah. of like every day we can spend at least a couple hours my yes. thought was just met at like every day we can spend a couple hours flying yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit faster than my short little ass more mm-hmm, legs at least mm-hmm. i'm not a gnome like <laughs> yeah that sounds that sounds good to me sounds good uh now, the only question is, can two giant eagles carry three people? Uh, e- so, two giant eagles, three people. People. How, what is the strength of a giant eagle? So, the a giant eagle, besides being a really good grocery store here local in Pittsburgh, has a strength of 16 and decks of 17. I could maybe make, like, a giant vulture or a giant other bird that's maybe less nimble but more strong? Um. Thinking of, you know, like, slight differences between different types of birds. Like a giant hawk, which would maybe be less nimble but more strong. If you just need to go in straight lines, an eagle could probably carry you... And Grantsel. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Probably. Okay. And then the other one could probably carry Carhoon. Okay. But if it comes to doing dips and dives and dodges, yeah. it might be, be more a little difficult. Bit difficult. Okay. So, um, I have conjure animals. I can conjure two of these uh, giant eagle, so mm-hmm. uh, freedom and liberty pop in. And this lasts, I do believe, for an hour. Yes, so it's concentration up to an hour. Okay, so you hop on the backs of these eagles and soar off. They cover as much ground as they can in an hour, which cuts your time down significantly, but it's still... And then, honestly, my thought was, if these are just going to be days of travel, Mm -hmm. I'll just conjure them again. I have three third-level spell slots, and I figured I'll just use all three, and for three hours, we can be dashing on the back of a giant eagle whose speed is 80. 
So that's just, you know, so much faster sure. than us. We could be on foot. Yeah. So you spend three hours the first day flying on these eagles. And then you land and continue on foot the rest of the way. My thought was then to turn into a giant elk and carry both Carhoon and Gransel. Because mm-hmm. the giant elk is huge. I don't know if sure. you could have two of them on something large. Yeah, huge works. Okay, and then the giant elk speed is 60, so that's still a whole lot faster than, mm-hmm. at least I would be on foot, and, and I can long? do that for three hours okay. per... Okay, so total six hours moving pretty quick. All right, that yeah, that'll cut down on your, your travel time. And we can just kind of mm-hmm. continue doing that per day. Yes, so you do that the first day. No, uh, and, nothing. Um, you don't see anything except maybe a few scorpions scuttling through nice. the through the sand, a couple cacti. This is probably a new kind of terrain than like Octavia's really ever seen before. Yeah, it's very deserty. Like this it's would be just wild to her. Hot. Yeah, and the sun is beating down on you as you are making your way. It's uncomfortable. Carhoon's going to make sure that he has the hood up. On his cloak, his mm-hmm. elven cloak, okay. that gives any perception checks to find him disadvantage. Sure. Just to kind of, and uh, Octavia has that necklace of, of anti-scrying, yep. basically, just trying to make them as as sneaky as possible. Sneaky and if they, can, if they can rest during the day and do all their travel at night, they'll also try to do that. Okay. Uh, so you travel the, the first day, night, get there. Well, don't get there. You get far. Mm-hmm. Uh, you land, you rest, and the night goes by again. Oh, good. Nothing too bad. Just some desert critters. Maybe a desert fox wanders by. Some scorpions or tarantulas scuttle up around. But in general, you are not harangued by roving bands good. of something. <laughs> because they're all part of the army now. <sighs> Oh, yeah, and for good or for ill. (laughs) For good or for ill. Next day, you get up, break camp, do it all over again. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, as you're landing and making camp, Grantzel says, we've made significant progress. I think we should get there tomorrow relatively early if we keep on this pace. So you you were, I mean, we all know that Malik's under siege. Um, Yes. Do you have any recommendations as to ways of entering well, I think the best thing to do would be get up as close as we can by foot, and then we can eagle our way inside. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, we Should we do this at night? Might be helpful. Okay. It'll keep our cover. Uh, we haven't seen any flying beasts oh, that's attacking true. so far, but we know they do exist, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we can fly high and stealthy perhaps we will avoid attracting attention and can just zoom right in okay be ideal so save one of your summons until we get close sounds good so i guess we'll try to can we like see the city from where we are because it's it's so flat okay so we'll rest for another period rest for another period and get going do you think that we would get there if we rest until it is night do you think we would get there? If we start walking in the evening, we should get there around nightfall. Okay. So Perfect. you can do that. You maybe 
spend an extended rest, try to set up some sort of cover in the hot, hot sun. Poor Grantzel, too, because, I mean, he has, like, his scales. I'm sure that just, like, or or I guess if he's, like, a lizard, maybe it's nicer for him. I don't know. Uh, he's doing all right, actually. Carhoon seems relatively uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and I have, you know, darker skin, so mm-hmm. I'm not as <laughs> burn prone yeah. as my actual natural skin. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, it makes sense that Carhoon, he's, he seems like a very mountain, cold mm-hmm. type of guy. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, everyone roll a constitution saving throw Uh-oh. as you travel this last day through the night. You've you've spent a day trying to get shelter under the hot sun, but it's still beating down on you. Octavia gets an eight. Okay. And Carhoon. Five. The dice give it the dice away. Uh, you get a level of exhaustion. Oh, no. Which just means you have disadvantage on all ability checks until you take a long rest. Okay. So this is as you are traveling that last leg. So hopefully you're approaching the city as well. Yeah. So ability checks would be like, would that include like any grappling or those sorts of yes. things? Okay. Yep, those are checks. But not like not attack, attacks. Throws, not attacks. Okay. So you travel, the sun begins to set, and you make your way through the night. After a few hours, you begin to see the lights of both campfires and of a city rising in front of you mm. on the horizon. As you get even closer, you can see... That Malik is a large, walled, fortress-like city built up against the wall of a towering stone plateau. There are tall walls surrounding the city, which is known for its stout, hardy people and its export of salt and Mm -hmm. spices. Currently, it is surrounded on all sides by an army of dragon bloods. You can see their banners waving in the desert winds, campfires dotting the encampments. You can see what look like towering siege weapons Mm. and towers and catapults or ballistae or trebuchets ringing this city. Perhaps there's a break in the fighting, perhaps not. Perhaps they're just waiting, but you don't hear anything at the moment. Okay. Does it look like a similar number of encamping enemies as like an Illustria? Like, probably is there any fewer, but the city is significantly smaller. smaller. So, like, it would it's be the same ratio yeah. kind of thing. But okay, it's the a, same. What was what was that word for a ratio? Stoichiometry. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's it's ringed on all sides the walls look like they've held so far and okay. as the city comes into into view Grads will sort of sighs in relief ah, the fight continues we shouldn't waste time we'll go we'll go up as fast as we can and mm-hmm. she'll kind of like almost put like a, a glad hand on his shoulder like because I mean her home's been besieged so she's really glad that like his home's still standing and mm-hmm. still there yeah <sighs> okay so so if, so it's night now. It is night it time. Is night. What would I have used to have gotten to this point as far as like, would I have used, a, would we have done this all on foot foot or would I have wild shape? You could have done this all on foot. If I can. If, you could have used a wild shape also. If I can have used, if we can have just done this last stretch on foot foot so I can preserve sure. all of my resources, yeah. I would. It takes you a little bit longer. It's that. maybe more very early morning than late, late night. 
Okay, but we but still have several hours of darkness. You still got a couple hours of darkness, okay. and you're but you are all exhausted. So. Oh right, yeah. You are a ways outside this ring of the army. You can hear the clanging of metal from like smiths repairing armor mm, or crafting mm-hmm. weapons. You can smell the smell of smoke and maybe some cooking meat on the wind and hear the gruff voices of war. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you do? Okay, so seeing that we're close to the approach, um, Octavia is going to again kind of, you know, tear apart uh, a, a bridge from this plane to the Feywild and uh, liberty and uh, freedom will pop out and she'll be like, they scrawl yeah. loudly <laughs> and the entire camp turns. That's usually because she's like, <laughs> they pop into existence. Um, and she's also going to cast Pass Without a Trace and so um, that should cover the both of us as we fly overhead and just really trying to be stealthy. Okay. Um, and we will mount up and uh, turning to Grancel, she'll be like, do you have an idea of where we should land? Or is it just kind of like wherever we get in? Should we circle around and come down from off of the plateau? From behind the city almost? Just follow my lead. Okay. I, we'll, we'll be okay. Sounds good. I guess I'll follow because we'll be on the same bird anyway. Uh, yeah. So Grantsel hops on. I hop on Carcoon as well. Hops on the other one. And they take off into the air. They ascend quickly trying to get high out mm-hmm. of view. And then start cutting over the city. Grantsel sort of directing by mm-hmm. holding on to these feathers. He can also, I mean, he can speak to them. Like, they yeah, fully understand yeah. common, so. so. He's directing them as they go, easy, easy. Everybody roll stealth check. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. So, so have including the e- Have both your birds roll stealth checks. Okay. And then all of you roll stealth okay. checks with disadvantage, because you're exhausted. Oh, right. Except we have our boots and our cloak, which give us advantage, so it'll cancel each other out. The boots... Only give you advantage on checks that require you to step silently. No. Okay. Well, at least Carhoon has advantage. Well, Carhoon just has disadvantage on checks to see him. So he still has disadvantage. No, he still has advantage on stealth checks. The boots give you advantage on stealth checks that require you stepping. The cloak gives perceivers disadvantage to see you. Oh, I ha- sorry, I have it written down that it both gives you advantage on stealth checks and the disadvantage. Okay, sorry, that that was my bad for not... How dare you? Totally having it perfectly written down. All right, so everybody All roll. All right. I'm I also... should be getting five numbers. So I'll do the birds first. Birds first, please. Their stealth is probably very good. Their dex is decent, yeah. Uh, We'll do freedom. She rolled a 10, but she gets passed without a trace, yeah. so 20. Okay. Liberty, Natty, 15, so 15, 16, 17, 18, 28. Mm-hmm. Um, Octavia has disadvantage. Yes. Natty, one. Cool, 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 cool. So for a total of 12. Okay. Carhoon, 16. Okay. And then... Do we just roll a d20 for Grantsel? I don't have any stats for Yeah, roll, roll two. Tell me what they're. Okay. Because does he also have his exhaustion? Okay. 
a four or a 15 four. Okay, so 14. But plus okay. 10. Uh, so everyone except you. It's pretty <laughs> of quiet. <course. laughs> pretty quiet. Uh, as these eagles take up and fly over this army. You can see the, the camp light and the torch lights illuminating this camp in between the uh, encamped army and the walls of Malik is a stretch of no man's land mm-hmm. where the sand is more of a rust color than a sand color. <laughs> and as you're flying across, you can, your eagles sort of cut through a few swaths of buzzards and gore crows who mm. are circling and perhaps landing to take their pick of what lies below. Mm-hmm. But overall, you fly stealthily mm. on the wind, covered Yay. by darkness and magical stealth. I know it's always fun to imagine like how Pass Without a Trace like actually like physically manifests because it, it's fun to think that since we're going to be in the sky that we're just like there's it's almost like an inky black cloud kind mm-hmm. of tries to emulate what the stars are above so it's like weird in your vision you're like is that a star is that a cloud right. like what is that As you're passing over roll a perception check okay. with disadvantage Both me and Carhoon um, just you. Eleven. Okay. You don't see anything of note. Okay. Pass over. And so, I mean, yeah, so we like we're so we're passing over the Dragon Blood army. Yes. Okay. So I mean you see an army, it looks very regimented, very organized and orderly. Okay. Uh, rows nice and neat, tents lined up in order. There's nothing really haphazard about this particular encampment. Okay. Do we see any um, like shrines to Nar. You are way too far up okay. to see. Um, there might be some. They might be intense. They might be out in the open, but it's you're also high nighttime, up. Yeah. It's nighttime. It's hard to tell. Okay. <laughs> Could I ask the birds to do a perception? You can ask them to look for something. I ask them to look for any shrines. And if they see them, to indicate by nodding. Because they can understand common, but they can't speak it. You can roll a perception check. Freedom rolls. Would this be their passive or active? Active. Okay. What if their passive is higher than what they roll for their... It doesn't matter. Um, So that is just a eight for freedom. And then for liberty, 14. 14 total? Nothing. They don't see anything. They shake their heads and continue flying. Okay. Sounds good. Just thought with the proverbial Mm -hmm. eagle eye. Take advantage of it while we have it. Uh, Grand Soul leads them and directs them. You fly over the army, past the walls, the top of the city, and then, yeah, begin sort of circling down. We're okay. in a spiral. So are we within, like, the circumference of the city walls yes. by this point? Yes. Okay. So you get over it and you start circling down. Uh, Grand Soul's directing you to a particular part of the city. You're not entirely sure where it is, but he's from here. You assume right, he knows yeah. what he's doing. And Carhoon's never, Carhoon's has, hasn't been here, right? Uh, you, I don't think you've asked him. Carhoon? You're on eagles. Have you been here? <laughs> so you, I cast Animal Messenger to go oh hop over gosh, and ask can, whether he's been to Malik before. <laughs> I feel like we would have talked down. about it with these days of travel. I don't think Carhoon has been here. Okay. You circle down 
uh, and eventually you get sort of within like eye line of sight from the city and you can see some people potentially guards uh, coming to sort of point and readying defenses okay. arrows bows yeah, things yeah. they don't fire on you yet because you don't make any threatening motions mm-hmm. you come down spiral closer 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 there are a lot of bows and spears and javelins pointed at you but eventually you come to land and then Carhoon lands next mm-hmm. to you in a small clearing in what looks to be some sort of military-ish building okay like in a courtyardy type thing in like a courtyardy type thing maybe like a training field or something mm-hmm. of that nature you all land and Grantle dismounts as guards rush to surround you and he just sort of puts up his hand and he says Hold, hold. I'm here on official business. Grantle Laffinson, diplomat sent to Illustria. I'm back with news. I must speak to the king and queen at once. They let him. Uh, they, yeah, they, <laughs> they see him. They immediately attack They're like, him. <laughs> oh, okay, it's a, it's a blue it's dragonborn a, yeah. who has some credibility. So they, they put their uh, weapons down, and you and Carhoon are free to dismount Okey as dokey. well. As Gransel and some guards begin leading you through the city at night towards the palace of Malik. And we'll pick up their next episode... And you can level up. Yay! I'm so excited! Yay, 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 yay! <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, we're finally in the league. Oh, so much is happening. What are we going to do? What's going to happen? I have no idea. Thank you all so much for listening. We wouldn't have this show without each and every one of you and every message that you send to us and anything along those lines uh, really just like bolsters our spirits and puts some uh, wind into our sails. And we just want to say thank you all so much for being on this journey with us. Uh, it, It really, really means so much to us. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can. We're active on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at and a die podcast. Again, we love hearing what you like about the show. Um, and again, it just gives us motivation. It makes us feel really, really amazing. <sighs> well, catch you all next week. <laughs>